Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. Book of Numbers, chapter number 10, beginning at verse number 1. And it states, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make two silver trumpets for yourself. You shall make them of hammered work. You shall use them for calling the congregation and directing the movement of the camps. And when they blow the both of them, all the congregation shall gather before you at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. But if they only blow one, then the leaders, the heads of the division of Israel, shall gather to you. When you sound the advance, the camps that lie on the east side shall begin their journey. When you sound the advance of the second time, then the camps that lie on the south side shall begin their journey. They shall sound them. They, sh- they shall sound the call for them to begin their journeys. And when the assembly is to be gathered together, you shall blow, but not sound the advance. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets. And these shall be with you as an ordinance forever throughout your generations. And when you go to war in the land, in your land, against the enemy who oppresses you, then you shall sound an alarm with the trumpets, and you will be remembered. Let me hear everybody say remembered. Before the Lord. Does anybody want to be remembered before the Lord? Does anybody want the Lord to know who we are, what we've got going on, and in a time of distress or trouble, we want the Lord to know what's going on in our life. Anybody else want the Lord to know that? All right, I'm not the only one. But it doesn't stop there. And it says, you will be saved from your enemies. But also in the day of your gladness and your appointed feasts and at the beginning of your months you shall blow your trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifice of your peace offerings and they shall be a memorial for you before your God that I am the Lord your God. And for the next few moments tonight I want to preach to you a sound from heaven. A sound from heaven. How many of us... um, realize that the words that we say, they matter, right? Um, And all the parents really said amen to that because we all know that sometimes even jokingly the things that you can say your child can repeat. And there was a story that I read and this mother had asked her son, she said, um, they had a house full of guests and she said, would you mind saying the prayer? And the little boy pulled on his mom's napkin and he said, Mommy said, I, I don't mind, but I don't, I don't know what to say. And she looked back at him and she said, Oh, just pray what I pray every time we sit down. Or, and he said, Mommy said, I can't remember that. And she said, Okay, well, just, just pray what you hear me say all the time. And the little boy bows his head and he mumbles, Dear Lord, why did I invite these people over on such a hot day? into my house. Amen. The words and the things that we hear, they matter. And there are some of us that if we hear good news, we like to hear good news. Everybody likes to hear good news. But I'm one of those weird guys that if somebody says good news, bad news, I want the bad news first. Anybody bad news first, people? There's a couple. Okay. All right. I would rather, I'd rather end on the good news and start with the bad news. But what we hear matters. 
And we know that when we come into the house of God and we hear preaching and we hear teaching and we hear songs and we hear all of those things, those things are supposed to edify us. They're supposed to lift us up or they're supposed to drive us to a place or to an altar where there can be change and there can be conviction. But the things that we listen to matters. Conversely, if we're filling our ears and things with things that aren't good, that will be the things that we focus on. However, we see that in our text chapter, God speaks to Moses about a very specific instruction or calling. He says, I want you to make two trumpets for the Israelites. And these two trumpets would have a very specific purpose to the children of Israel. They would be to call to attention or to give direction. These trumpets would be to lead the people, whether it was to the place of meeting or to the tabernacle, or to tell them that it was time to move one way or to move the other. And they were used, and what God was trying to say is that when I am ready to speak to my people, I want it to be from one clear voice of direction. In our day and age, we live in a world where there are so many voices and so many things that are vying for our attention to point us in one direction or the other. And let me just tell you that the voice of God still matters. What God is saying to his people still matters. And I know that there are times where God will use a man or a woman to give you a prophetic word or to give you a word of encouragement, and those things are great, and we do not trivialize those, but there are some times that you just have to get a word from God for yourself. Because when you're in your prayer closet, when you're praying or when you're seeking God, there are some times that it's more important to hear the voice of God and to hear what God is saying for you from him instead of so, trying someone else to say, you know what, you're not listening to me. Let me get someone else to speak it to you. And there are moments that we come into our lives where the voice and the direction of God needs to be clear because there are some decisions that we make that the, the, the repercussions would be long-term lasting. But what God was saying to the children of Israel in this moment was that I want to use one clear voice. I want to use one clear sound that my people can hear when it's time to move. When the direction is needed to be had, I want to give you one clear sound so you know that it's coming from me, from God. And so God tells Moses to build these two trumpets and he tells them very specifically on how to be done and he tells them very specifically on what he is looking for. And there are times in our lives where God is providing very specific instruction for the children of God. There are times that God wants to do something special and it's in those times that God will use a sound to bring to the church but it will be a very sure and a very specific sound. What God is doing at the Life Church right now is absolutely amazing and if You've been a part of any of our Sunday services. You've been seeing people being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. You've been seeing devils cast out. You've been seeing people healed miraculously and supernaturally as Pastor Justin just talked about. Even in a restaurant, people are being healed. And I could tell you story after story of miracles that are happening all across this church right now as we're sitting here tonight and people are saying, man, I, I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what this looks like. But even this week, I've been praying. I've been saying, God, you know, I want to see great things happen in my life and in my personal life and at my job, God, 
And clients that I thought were dead this week reached out to me. And all of a sudden, I said, I don't know where it came from. My boss texted me yesterday. He said, man, this week is looking real busy. I said, I know. I don't know where it's come from. But I do know where what God is doing. And it's in a season of the miraculous because there is a sound that God is positioning the church to hear right now. And if we're listening to what God is saying, we have been hearing this specific sound that has been coming from our church that has been taken to the surroundings in all of Kansas City as we go into our neighborhoods, into our homes. But God was using this to tell them that this is way, the way I will move. This is the way I will operate. And he said that when I tell them and when I move upon the Levites, the priests, to blow the trumpet, that this will be for instruction and very specific purposes. And I apologize for laying so much groundwork around these two trumpets, but I want you to understand about why these things were so important and what God was trying to show the Israelites. You see, there were great days ahead for the children of Israel. They got a little stuck in the wilderness, but God was saying, look, I'll give you direction, I'll give you food, I'll give you clothing, I'll make everything perfect as long as you listen to the sound of my voice. And there's something to be said. This isn't in the notes. This is a parenthetical statement. But when we listen to the voice of God, good days are in front of us. That doesn't mean that there won't be trials. It doesn't mean that there won't be valleys. But when you're walking through the valley, when you're going through the trial, and you know you've listened to the voice of God, you say, God, I may be in the wilderness, but God, I'm still listening for your voice. I'm still listening, and I'm still following God. It may not make sense, but you still are the way maker. And so we see here. But what I find so interesting about this is that God tells Moses that I want you to do this. And he says, here is why. And he lists out the reasons and he tells them. And However, we know that mankind, always we always have our own way of doing things. It wasn't long after this that history tells us that the Israelites built the shofar. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you've ever been in a service where somebody has blown a shofar uh, unexpectedly. And it, it's quite frightening sometimes if it's unexpected. And I, I heard the story one time and, um, of, a, of a preacher who was getting ready to preach. And uh, this guy, all of a sudden, standing right behind him on the platform, he has the shofar right next to his ear and just lets it rip. And, this, and the preacher just is standing there just clutching his ear. He's like, I don't know what just happened. He thought he was about to miss the rapture. And here we are, and he's sitting there, and he says, he looks around, and he said, are you going to do that thing all message? He said, oh, you just wait, preacher. He's like, I don't shut up. Now, listen, the shofar is great. The shofar is great. Uh, but I, I, if you're not ready, it's, it's loud. But we see that the Israelites built the shofar. And uh, we, I, I don't know why they did, but they did. It sounded cool. And to the untrained ear, historians tell us that if you were a ways off, the shofar and the two trumpets could sound very similar. Not the same, but similar. And I do believe that what God was saying was, is that my voice will always be distinct. But there will always be those who try to maybe have something that sounds similar to my voice. You want to know why we need to know and have discernment in our lives so that we can hear the voice of God? It's so we can know whether it's God or it's man or it's the flesh or the things of this world that are vying for our attention, trying to lead us down and direct us and try to where to go. And the shofar, there was nothing wrong with it. There was absolutely nothing wrong with it. But God was saying, I want my voice to be the most important voice in your life. 
And there are times where we come into our walk and our relationship with God where God is saying, hey, I want to give you a sound from heaven. But the worldly voices, the things, the sound from the world sounds eerily similar to what God is trying to do. And God is saying, if you just train your ear to what heaven is trying to say, there are great things in store. There are miracles. There are signs and there are wonders. And what God was saying to the children of Israel is this. When it's time to move, you got to know the voice of God. you got to know the sound of God. you got to know the sound that's coming from heaven. And God God is reaching for somebody tonight. The enemy has been all around you. The noise that you've been hearing and the enemy is trying to say, oh, this looks okay. This looks fine. Maybe if you just give up here a little and give up just that a little. But let me just tell you that there is a sound from heaven tonight that is coming and letting you know that the voice of God is the only thing that matters. The will of God is the only thing that matters. Because when you hear the voice, you'll know that this direction is sure. That this way for my family is sure. That these things, my future is sure in the hands of of God. When we're listening to the sound, to the voice of God, and to listening to what heaven is trying to tell us, it requires discernment. But then we see here the next thing was that the priests were the only ones who could blow the trumpet. The shofar could be blown by anybody, but it was the priests who were in charge of giving the word from God, the sound from God to the people. You want to know why it's so important to be in submission to spiritual authority and to spiritual leadership is because they can see things down the line you may not be able to see. The Israelites had this moment where the priests, they were the ones that heard from God. They were the ones that went into the Holy of Holies. They were the ones that could see what God was trying to do. And God would reach down to them and he'd speak to them and he'd tell them, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to blow the trumpet. And we have to understand that the spiritual authority, when we're under spiritual authority, we can get into the will of God pretty easy. We can discern what sound we're hearing pretty easy. But it was when the Israelites stepped out from spiritual authority that they said, give me the gold calf. It's when they stepped out that they said, we cannot possess the land. It's when they stepped out of spiritual authority that they could no longer hear the voice of God. But when you're in spiritual authority and you say, God, I want to be submitted to the man of God. I want to be submitted to pastor. But what all of a sudden begins to transpire is the voice and the things that we're listening to, we can begin to discern whether it's just the worldly noise or it's the sound from heaven. And I don't know about you, but I want to hear the sound from heaven. I want to hear the voice of God. I want to be able to get a word from God when I need it. And so all of a sudden, so the first thing was, It was this discernment. They had to know what sound they were hearing. The second thing was they had to hear from the priest. They had to know which one it was, that anybody could blow the shofar. Anybody could blow the the one that sounded very similar, but it was the Levites. It was the priests who could blow the trumpets. And the third thing was this, was that when they had discernment, when they had submission, then it brought unity. Because when the trumpets blew, it told what people of the camp to go which way. When the trumpets blew, it told them exactly where they need to be, exactly when they need to be there, and how they have to get there. Revival, things that we're looking for that God is trying to stir up in our lives and in our families is going to begin, and it's going to happen when we've got unity. You see, it was when the unity came. It was when there were orders and directions. And we know we can look throughout the Bible. You can look throughout history. When battles were lost, it was because when the unity of the army or unity of the battle was broken. And all of a sudden, the enemy was able to do whatever they needed to do. But the sound from heaven brought unity. It brought order. It brought direction. 
But lastly was it brought victory. So I've said all of that and I've laid all of this groundwork about the trumpets to tell you this. That in Numbers chapter 10, verse number 9, it states when you go to war in your land. Your land. And if we were to take a poll around this room, there would be some of us that would raise our hands that feel like our homes, our land, that there's war happening right now. That we would feel like the enemy is reaching for things that are important to us. But the Bible states that when you go to war in your land, when you blow the trumpets, that God will remember his people. That word remember in the New King James is simply translated as that God will fixate his eyes on to his children. And I have come to tell somebody tonight in the Holy Ghost that the enemy has been trying for a long time to play a sound that is eerily similar to what God is trying to do. And if we're not careful, the untrained ear can listen and say, you know what, maybe it's okay, maybe this is all right, but I want to tell somebody and encourage somebody tonight that if you can find yourself at the altar with hands lifted up and say, God, I'm standing here in the middle of the valley, I'm standing here in the middle of the battle, God, in my land, God, and it feels like the enemy is closing in around. It feels like the enemy is oppressing me and I'm standing here God and I'm about to blow the trumpet God I'm about to do whatever it takes and then all of a sudden God's attention is captivated on you tonight here at 10400 View High Drive and he says there is somebody that's interested in winning a battle there is somebody that's interested in getting out of the situation that they are in you see God's attention was captivated when Israel would be in war and they would blow these trumpets and all of a sudden he would be remembered before the Lord your God and you will be saved from your enemies. You see the enemy has been trying so long and what I love about this is is that the enemy Satan before he fell out of heaven he was a musician. And so God says, you know what the sound that I want to hear, I want to take a trumpet. I want to take something that I'm going to use in the last days. I'm going to take something to start my people off because the Lord is coming back. And it says that there's going to be a sound. There's going to be something that happens in the heaven. There's going to be a sound that comes and it's going to sound like a trumpet from heaven. And then we are going to be up and we're going to be out of here. The dead in Christ shall rise first. And then we which are alive and remain are going to be called home. There is going to be a sound from heaven. And God says to the enemy one more time, let me just put you back where you belong. There's a sound that's going to come when I want to get Give my people victory. There's a sound that's going to come when I want to bring my people deliverance. There's a sound that's going to come when I want to deliver them from oppression from the enemy. And when we stand here at the altar and we say, God, I want to lift up the sound that hell comes from heaven. I want to see victory. Then all of a sudden, God's attention is fixated on his people. Captivated and drawn to Israel when they would blow the trumpet. Rabbinical history tells us that the silver trumpets would represent the things of worship when they would be blown before the sacrifices. They would be blown as they were sacrificing. And you want to get God's attention? Pray. You want to get God's attention? Just lift your voice to the heavens. And you may not know what to pray. But just say, Jesus, 
You may not know what sound to make, but just begin to call upon the name that is above every name. Begin to call upon the name that at that name mountains are moved and demons begin to tremble. If you don't know what else to say, just say the name because then all of a sudden you begin to pair with heaven and all of a sudden the angels begin to look in and God begins to look in and says, you know what, there's a sound that's coming from somebody that's in the middle of a battle in their land. They may not know how to win it, but I'm going to give them the victory. And I feel that in this season that the Life Church is in, this season where miracles are happening all over the place and people are being baptized and filled with the precious Holy Ghost and disciples are being made. And I could tell you this much, that there are people that are just having spiritual conversations all across this metro of Kansas City. And what God is ready, getting ready to do is we're getting ready to see the fruit of our labor because we've been standing here. We've been blowing the trumpet saying, God, we're in the midst of our land. We were in the midst of Kansas City, God. We've been blowing the trumpet. God, we've been doing all of these things and God's eyes are fixated on what's happening here at the Life Church and when we leave. But I've come to tell somebody tonight that there is a sound that is coming and there is a sound that happens when the children of God say, I've got to do whatever it takes just to get God's attention. You see, this idea of sound and this idea of a sound from heaven, we pick up in the New Testament book of Acts chapter number 2, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then appeared to them divided tongues, cloven tongues as of fire. One sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. But it started with the sound. When the sound from heaven comes in, Miracles happen. When the sound from heaven comes in, the supernatural visits. And I've come to just encourage somebody tonight that perhaps you're feeling like you're in the midst of your land, your house, and you don't see the victory. And I believe what God's getting ready to do in this altar call is that there are going to be people here that leave with the weight of the world washing off your shoulders because you're going to receive the victory that you've been looking for. Every hand all across this room lifted up right now. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's lift our voices right now. Let's just lift our voices all across this place right now. If you don't know what to pray, you're too beaten down and everything seems to be oppressing you, just begin to say the name of Jesus right now. Come on, in the Old Testament, only the priests could blow the trumpet. But when the New Testament, when the New Covenant came, you and I became priests. We're able to blow that trumpet right now. And if you can just begin to lift up your voice right now, I can tell you that something's getting ready to transpire in this place, that you're going to leave different than the way that you walked in. You're going to walk home to a house of peace. You're going to walk home to a family that you may not understand it, they may not understand it, but you're going to walk home to a place. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details. Thank you.